Welcome to Gulf Life Now, where you can learn about all things real estate and life on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Your host is Bill Anderson, who includes his considerable knowledge and personal experiences about relocating to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Whether you're buying, selling, or just interested in living on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, this podcast is for you. Welcome once again to Gulf Life Now's podcast. This is a service of Logan Anderson, Gulf Coastal Realtors. You don't have to live on the Gulf Coast to listen to our podcast. We're going to talk about things that affect people all across the United States, in Canada, possibly even over in Europe. Uh, Not things that are political, but things that can affect your life. And we're going to talk today about hot water heaters. All right, so that's a mundane topic, hot water heaters. But let me tell you, it is not. Hot water heaters are responsible for a lot of leaks in houses, which ruin floors, ruin walls. Uh, They're large insurance claims that goes against your house, and it's a record that's out there. If you have another claim someplace else, not even in your house there, it kind of follows you. It's like a credit report. Uh, I can talk about this at length, but I'm not going to today. I just wanted you to be aware that if you take care of that hot water heater, that hot water heater can last a long time. And normally there's a warranty on them. The average life is somewhere around 8 to 10, maybe 12 years with a hot water heater. I'm talking about the tall ones. I'm talking 40 gallons, 50 gallons, 60 gallons, that type, not the uh, new insta-hot ones or the uh, shorter little ones that you go that you put under the sink. So these are the regular ones most of us have. They are either electric or they are run with natural gas or even propane in some areas. So they're standard, everyday uh, design, been with us for decades and decades and decades. There's really not much new with regard to a water heater. People go over and buy them at Lowe's or Home Depot, and a lot of people can just put them in themselves. It's that simple. But what I know to be a fact that very few people understand how water heaters work and how they can keep them for a lot longer. We're talking over 20 years. That means a lot. By the time you go out and buy a water heater and you spend seven or eight hundred dollars or even more and you pay someone to install it, you've got a pretty good size investment there. And that's if you caught the water heater before it caused any damage to your house. So let me talk to you about a primary thing in a water heater. There's something in a water heater called a sacrificial anode. All right, I'm trying not to get too technical here, but basically what this is, is in order to uh, prevent rust from forming either at the joints where all of the pipes are connected or inside the tank, depending on what it's made out of, uh, there is a sacrificial anode rod, is what they call it, that is screwed in usually to the top of the water heater. Now, that is a a big nut. It's a pretty good size. It's about uh, an inch, maybe. I'm just guessing at it. I should probably have told you what size it is. But it's a big, it takes a big wrench to take this off. And it's usually pretty tight on there. So you unscrew it and you pull it out, pull it up. And they are long, sometimes up to a foot long. And basically what they are when they're brand new is it's made out of either um, aluminum or magnesium and they're about an inch thick they're round 
and there's a rod in the center of them that kind of holds this material together. Okay, it's all metal, but when it goes in and touches the water, what it does is it reacts chemically with the water in order to prevent rust from forming. Okay, it's all behind the scenes, doesn't require any power, any electricity, or anything else. Well, over time, this anode rod starts to degrade and it produces like a little white uh, substance like salt only thicker usually and you'll find it caught in the screens in your sinks and you'll say what is that some type of particulates that was in the water well it wasn't in your drinking water although some people have that too but that what happens is this rod is meant to decay the decaying of the rod actually means it's working. If the rod wasn't working, then it wouldn't be decaying. Well, all those little particles will fall into the bottom of the tank and it'll get stirred up a little bit. And sometimes you'll see that in your water lines and you'll have to just clean out these little um, screens that you have under your nozzles, under your sinks. But the reason for that rod, again, is to prevent damage to your water heater and those rods only last between three and five years is what the experts say i'm not an expert so i had to read about it uh, and what caused me to actually talk about this is a personal experience which i usually have with most things i talk about and uh, this was in my motorhome actually but i'll take you back to some other personal experiences with houses too uh, in my motorhome, it's the same thing. There's a heater in the motorhome. It has an anode rod in it, just like a water heater in a house. And that anode rod was completely disintegrated. What happened is it clogged up the water lines in my motorhome. So if you have a motorhome, pay attention to this. It clogged up the water lines. I was able to clean some of it out, but I had to actually take the water line off from underneath the faucet, which is really a struggle under some of the sinks to get back in there. And then on the toilet, I had to actually get down and get back behind the toilet and take that off. Of course, water went all over the floor. Uh, even though the um, water heater or the water pump was turned off, it was still pressurized. And I should probably have just let the pressure go down. But anyway, that's another story. So I took it off and then all this all this little white crumbly stuff started coming out. So I cleaned it all out, put it all back, and the toilet started working again, and the uh, sink worked again. So I knew that's what it was. I also saw this on YouTube. So I went and I followed the instructions on YouTube, and I got a wrench, and I took out this anode rod, and <laughs> I had no idea what an anode rod was supposed to look like at first. Uh, it was just a little thin rod. I thought, oh, that's cool. Okay, that's a piece of metal, and it's really thin. Um, and so I went down to the motorhome place, and I picked up a new anode rod, and I said, wow, look at that. That anode rod was about a half an inch or about an inch thick, and yet I had this little rod. Well, what had happened was all of the material that was disintegrating came off of that little rod that was out there. It was all clung to that. And uh, so I had nothing left. In fact, I should have changed this a long, long time ago because there may have been, in fact, rust in that water tank as a result of that anode rod being dead and gone for probably at least a year. So I replaced the, uh, the anode rod, but before I did that, I had a lot of that particulate stuff still in the heater, so I had to flush it out. 
Uh, now it's a little more difficult with a house heater to flush that out because it sits at the bottom and your drain on the water heater usually is a little bit higher than the very bottom of the water heater. So uh, there are some tricks to do that and I would direct you to watch a YouTube video on how to get that out of there because you don't want it in there uh, sitting around. It'll blow through your system and then it'll start to clog things up a little bit and you don't want that to happen either. So it's nice to clean that out if you can. But my point with the anode rod is you need to replace it and it is so simple that the majority of people listening to this do not need to go to a plumber to have this done. If you need to know what this is, go to one of those YouTube programs and take a look at it and they'll show you what it is. You can go down to the hardware store and buy the anode rod. They're standard things. They don't cost very much. You know, probably eight or nine dollars, ten dollars for it. And then you unscrew it and you screw another one back in and you're pretty much done. I mean, you can leave the particulates in the bottom if you want to, but it might be a good time to drain that tank out uh, as well. And again, I would say go to a YouTube video that gives you instructions how to do that. It's hard to talk through some of these processes here uh, when I'm only being on the audio side. But if you can see the audio visual side, then you understand what I'm talking about. So if you want that water heater to last another 10 years, I strongly suggest if you've had that water heater more than three years, you go out and you replace that anode rod. As a matter of fact, when you take it out, there may not be anything left on it, just as what I found in my motorhome. And then you know, wow, you're way over schedule. If you pull that out and there's some pieces left on it, that's all right. Just replace it entirely. It's not very expensive compared to the cost of replacing a water heater. I also had experience, and some of you may have, where you smell this rotten egg smell that comes out of your water. It usually happens when you don't use it for a while. Say you take a vacation or extended vacation. Some um, people that come for the winter from Canada come down to the Gulf Coast where we are, and they're gone from home for a month or more, and they come home and they can smell this rotten egg smell. Well, the rotten egg smell has to do with the anode rod. And a lot of people suggest that you probably should put the aluminum anode rod in there as opposed to the magnesium anode rod if you have that problem because aluminum is not supposed to create that rotten egg smell. Uh, now you can get rid of the rotten egg smell just by running water through it. You have to drain the tank out basically. So just turn the hot water on and just let the tank drain. And if you want to, you can turn the, if it's electric, turn off the uh, electricity so that the tank's not trying to heat while it's uh, draining. It won't take very long anyway. And then be sure to turn it back on again after it's drained. And then it'll be fine. And if you're staying there at the house and you're not going to be gone for a long time, you may not smell it again. But we have this with some vacation rental properties where we'll go for a week or possibly two weeks without somebody coming into the property and then we'll have that odor. So what happens is the property manager goes over and then um, turns on the water, runs the water, and there's no problem with it. Now we do replace the anode rods now in all of those properties. That's just something I found out when we tried to figure out what the problem was and we found out that a couple of the anode rods at properties had completely disintegrated and it was way past time to replace them. So as I said, don't be, uh, don't be cheap about it. If you see the anode rod is pretty much degraded, 
then replace it. Don't worry about the uh, remaining material on there. And then try to put a schedule, maybe attach it to your water heater uh, in three years down the road. I wouldn't even wait five years. I'd just go for three years. Whatever's left on it, just toss it out because that water heater is going to last a long time. That, that anode rod is the main reason why water heaters fail. There's some other reasons that they fail as well. I would also uh, ask you to notice the uh, hot water and the cold water pipes that come out of your, well, one goes in, the other one comes out of your uh, tank, of your water tank, and you may notice some corrosion on that, depending on what kind of metal pipes you're using, metal or plastic pipes on there. So again, you might want to make sure that you've cleaned all that corrosion off, otherwise it could eat through the pipes. Now some of you have steel pipes that go into your water heater, and some of you have copper. Uh, copper can corrode, but uh, the metal can actually rust out. So just pay attention to those. Often those are replaced, and they're, they're fairly easy to replace those as well. And like I said, just take a look at another YouTube or call a plumber out to take care of that. But that water heater, you need to protect uh, because that water heater will make sure that you get all the hot water that you need and you're not going to end up with a flood in the house because something happened. The bottom of the water heater ate out. That's, that's another thing, by the way. Many of these water heaters are sitting on the concrete. They have a steel bottom and they're sitting on the concrete and it gets moist down there and they can develop rust even though those were painted. So sometimes it's better to lift it up, but again, I'm not going to tell you that. Uh, you need to see that in a YouTube video. Uh, so thank you for coming to this one on water heaters. We'll have a few more like this where I've discovered uh, unique things that uh, you need to pay attention to. Uh, we're going to talk uh, about all kinds of things dealing with the house because Logan Anderson is a realty agency you know we sell houses for people we help them uh, buy houses and we work with investors too and a lot of these issues come up during the buying and selling process and rather than just sit on this knowledge we thought we would just pass it along to you now we also have a great website it is gulfcoastalrealtors.com or LoganAndersonLLC.com. You can see it in the session notes here. Please go to our website, read some of our blog articles. We have a lot of blog articles about these kinds of topics. Often we have a companion article. We don't yet on this one, but we're going to have one. We also have a couple of blog articles we're going to be publishing here coming up uh, about home maintenance and budgeting for home maintenance. Remember, everything everything in life comes apart without putting energy. The same is true with a marriage, uh, with your house, with your car, with virtually everything. It's called entropy, one of the laws of thermodynamics for those of you that are physics majors. And basically you need to maintain things or they will fall apart. And we think that it's important that you understand that if you buy a house today, even if it's brand new, this house is going to last a certain period of time and all the components in it have different time dates. The roof has a life, the water heater has a life, the dishwasher has a life, everything has a life. And you can extend the life on these things by doing certain maintenance things, but ultimately there will be a time when you need to replace those. And you need to budget for that. We think you need to budget for that, particularly if you're headed toward retirement 
and you want to make sure you're as uh, buttoned up as possible, if you will, uh, to make sure that you have taken care of as many of these things as possible. And you, and you have it on your calendar to be able to buy a water heater, for example, when you hit the 20-year mark. So anyway, uh, that's all I have to say on that topic. You can read more on our blog site. Again, it is LoganAndersonLLC.com or GolfCoastalRealtors.com. And we hope to uh, have you come back and listen to more podcasts. Thank you. GolfCoastalRealtors.com